Welcome, everybody, to Beer, Bourbon, and Bullshit. In today's episode, we will review two special items that I'm beyond excited to taste today. We kick off this episode with the Willet Pot Still Reserve, produced in Bardstown, Kentucky, by the Willet Distillery. On the beer side, given the weather, we're going to shift a little bit into a beautiful stout. We're going to explore the infamous Chicago Goose Island Bourbon County Stout from Anheuser-Busch. Let's check this out. It's coming in at 14.6. Oh, yeah. We're going to have some fun tonight. Let's switch it up a little bit, and we're going to start with this beautiful beer selection. Grizzle, what do you think about this Goose County? Goose Island, um, Bourbon County Stout, um, the first to, literally the first to ever do it, right? This is the first bourbon barrel-aged um, stout that was ever produced in America. So um, this is, I'm, I'm excited about this one because I know that you guys um, like big flavors and not a, not a lot of y'all are uh, IPA guys. So this, uh, this is going to be uh, an, an exciting one, but before we start, I would be remiss to not mention the fact that <clears throat> Goose Island used to be a small uh, a craft brewery back in 2011, I believe it was. They got so they sold to Anheuser Busch, but um, the way the sale was structured was that it gave Goose Island uh, create or the Goose Island ownership and and their employees they were able to maintain production of their bottle of their bottle format beers being. The, uh, th this one right here, the Burma County Stout, uh, they have one called Pepe Nero, um, Matilda, um, a, a couple of the big bottle format beers. So they were able to maintain uh, control of the brewing process for those beers. And um, so I, I admit that this is, when this beer comes out, this is the one time I'm a beer hypocrite. Um, usually I don't support Anheuser-Busch nor Miller Coors or any, any of the, the uh, macro breweries, brewery, breweries, cheese. But this is the one time I allow myself to be a hypocrite. And that's because this beer is the OG. It's, it's, you know, in a day and age when beer has gotten to a point where it's super competitive and a lot of people can brew a great bourbon barrel aced out. This beer has maintained its, its um, you know, its, its standing from the time they first introduced it to now, with the exception of one year where they had an infected batch or an, a whole infected batch. But outside of that, this beer has been solid year over year so yeah anyway more about the beer itself um it's a stout that goose island makes and this one this year it's aged in uh, three different it's a blend the base stout the black label is a blend of bourbon barrel a stouts aged in bourbon barrels from three different um distilleries those three distilleries being buffalo trace heaven hill and wild turkey now, <laughs> so oh, I think hold that let's, let's, the chair recognizes chef because as soon as you said that, chef's eyes just popped oh, open. It's, it's still one of my favorite bourbons, uh, Buffalo Trace. From yeah. Anything from Buffalo Trace is my favorite, <laughs> but yeah, it's gonna taste really good. I'm smelling I, I, it, I'm thinking, oh my gosh, like cherries and chocolate. Mm. So when they when they brew this beer, <laughs> like I said, they take the bourbon, the the beer aged in all three of those breweries um, barrels, and they do a, a blend and to come up with the right ratios to make this year's version, version along, along with several other variants that, that we'll get through a little later on. But um, those people who live in the Chicagoland area are also fortunate enough to have a version of this beer that's single distillery. So there are some versions that are just Heaven Hill, Heaven Hill um, barrel age, some that are, you know, just Buffalo Trace, et cetera. So, um, Let's talk about the beer. You pour it in the glass. Pour it in the glass. Glass. This one head. right here, th this beer pours jet black. Jet black with a khaki colored head. It's a beautiful, beautiful beer in the glass to look at, especially in stout season like we're in right now. And um, if you swirl it around, the, the, the head dissipates very quickly. That's because this beer is high ABV. The version that I'm drinking is 14.6. Um, the guys that are in Georgia, they have a different ABV because certain states have ABV caps on, on the beer that, um, that can be sold there. So that means that goes back to the distillery also having to make different versions of the same beer for different states, right? So that's one thing to take into account. 
but jet black khaki head head dissipates very quickly um but the beer is so thick and viscous when you swirl it you can see it just kind of like holding on to the side of the glass mm-hmm. as it goes back down it has nice legs very nice legs and um on the nose on this particular one i got we're gonna go around because i know a couple of guys are drinking different variants but for me, the nose on this one, I mean, you get a boozy component because this beer, this is a very high ABV beer, but I get like like a bunch of like chocolate and like really um, like roastiness, like a generic roastiness, but a bunch of chocolate, a bunch of vanilla, a bunch of coffee, and, and like there's um, something like there's a, maybe it's the vanilla flavor that's just kind of rounding everything out, making this beer. Um, just really decadent and rich. You know what this puts me in the mind of Griddle? What's that? When you when uh and, and with bourbon as well. So they have the like the dark chocolate, uh, like the bars that you eat for like when you're drinking bourbon or like heavy beers or whatnot. Mm-hmm. This taste looks and smells like that bar of chocolate that bars. the, the bars. fancy bar of, with the little joints. And you're like mm, you like little <laughs> little snip. It it literally tastes, looks, and smells just like that. For sure. Yeah, I did this because it's, I get straight like, I don't know, 70% cacao from this. Like that kind of, that kind of chocolate situation. Cacao. Going on. Cacao. <laughs> so yeah, this is the, and like I said, this is the, the regular, the base version of this, of this series. So chef, um, I think you're drifting, you're drifting. I think you're drinking a different version, right? Not chef, Dr. Cash. Yeah, you're drinking a different version, right? Yeah, I'm drinking the <clears throat> excuse me the the oatmeal age stout. It's kind of in the the blue tealish label. That's Bourbon so, County Special Number Four. Number Four, yes, it is oatmeal stout aged in bourbon barrels with coffee and maple syrup, with notes of mocha, roasted nuts, sweet maple, and a touch, just a touch of blueberry. Oh, just a touch. Oh, just a not, touch. Not, not a touch just of that blueberry. Just a touch. Yes. Just a and touch. Just a little bit. This is coming in at a whopping 13.3. So, in a full pint. And this is the first time <clears throat> I've tried it, as a lot of us have. But I, I really, really like this one. And to your point, the, the head dissipates. But the, the, the taste is it's phenomenal. And it's totally different. You know, many of our listeners may be used to some stouts, but this is totally different. And each variant is, is certainly different. So I, I love this one, uh, given that it's got some good coffee notes in it, too. Let me ask you this. What do you think about the, the viscosity, the, the, the mouthfeel? It is unexpected. Um, but given the, the little bit of sweetness that I taste, and maybe that's coming from the maple syrup, it definitely has a good good legs on it as well as as, as a few other folks have stated, but uh, it's it's not as thick as some stouts that I've tried, but it is not thin like some cheap cheap stouts. Now, mm-hmm. if I didn't know the quality of Goose Island and somebody said, "Hey, this is just an Anheuser Busch stout," I would think it'd be very very thin. Now, this is still pretty pretty stouty, if you will. Yeah. Um, now, you can't drink a bunch of these given it the APV. At least I can't. I word it that way, but. This is becoming one of my new favorites, man. So I'm excited that we we selected this one. Is is this the biggest beer you've ever had? Yes. Yeah, that's what she said. And um, (laughs) this is is a good one too, right? And I I think I would I would taste this. And you know, being silly, even even Mrs. Cash tasted this, and her nose didn't turn up. So it had good viscosity for her because she's starting to drink a little bit heavier stouts and just heavier beers in general. But the taste she really loved, given the coffee flavor and this little bit of sweetness on the back end. I, I got to tell you, so a lot of times when I'm, I know a lot of uh, females in the, in the beer game who all had the same story where they go to a bar or they go to a new brewery and they ask the um, bartender for a recommendation. And they always recommend, like, they want to try to recommend something fruity, something light, something whatever, right? But I also know a lot, like one of one of my really close friends, her first introduction to craft beer was Bourbon County Stout. That was the first craft beer she ever had. And she fell in love with it because women have better, women have a better sense of taste. 
So when she tasted that beer, she just was blown away by this was a beer that had such huge coffee flavors, such huge chocolate flavors. That's what she perceived that she perceived from it. And so I think that, you know, this, even though the, a lot of people get turned away, oh, that's a dark beer. I don't like dark beer. Dark, dark is a description of a color. Mm-hmm. It's not, a, it's not, it has nothing to do with flavor. Yeah. Right. So when you see this beer, if you've never had it, don't shy away from it, or any beer for that matter. Don't shy away from it. You, you, it just might have something that knocks your socks off. Why are you telling us there was a, a light stout, a light colored stout? Yeah, but that was, it's called a blonde stout where it's brewed to look, it's specifically made to look like a light traditional type beer. But basically if you see that beer and then close your eyes and drink it, you think somebody switched your beer. It looks blonde and, and crispy, but it tastes like a stout. Got it. So, so don't, be a, don't be a beer racist. Don't, no. don't do it. Don't no. do it. Don't do it. Nobody likes that. You don't want to be on the wrong side of beer history. I- I dig it. I dig it. What do you say, Chef? I'm a big Foothills fan to sexual chocolate, and I think this just knocked out the box. Well, I tell you what, Chef. Which which variant are you drinking? I'm drinking the variant that has the smoke, caramel, vanilla, and little charred um, maple oak barrels. This is the black label. Black label. Okay. Which is 14.6. Yeah. 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 What are your, th- so what, what are you getting? I know you said it knocks um, sexual well, chocolate out of the, out of the park. It does. The, the mouthfeel, it feels like I'm eating chocolate. Like, like a candy bar. Mm-hmm. Just like a lazing your tongue coats it, which is for me a good thing. Um, the smell alone, man. You get that smokiness. That not heavy. Crazy. I get more of a, like a, coffee and chocolate chocolate smell and then the 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 taste itself man it, it this is probably gonna be my best stout ever whoa yeah chef it did so to the point where you see goose island right i'm thinking okay duck <laughs> yeah you know big duck duck is fatty you know you can do a nice cherry um cherry glaze to go complement this to chocolate, some mm. bread collards. It'd be a good meal with this shit here. Mm. Bars. Bars. I don't Bars. think Chef has ever given that most detailed review of the beer. <laughs> <laughs> so, Yo, they, they, they need to send him. They need to send him something. Yeah. But, but I'm saying, when we, when we wrap this up and we give our ratings, he's going to be like, it's solid three and a half. I was going to start at <laughs> <in> a two. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I'm already in my mind. I, I got, I got, my, I got my fist right. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. All right. How about, how about you, Sherlock? What you got? What do you, what do you like? What do you like? Uh, oh man, I've got this the 2020 the brown label. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, uh, I, I take that back. I had, I had the one that you just described as well, Dr. Cash, but I got the brown label 2019. All right. Oh, uh, vintage. Yeah, so even they they even say on the on the bottle develops in the bottle for up to two years. So yep, yep. what is that 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 suspended yeast or something we was talking about last time, Grizzle? But this well with this beer right here, a lot of the since the alcohol is is, is so high, what happens in the, in the in the fermentation process is the yeast actually just get tired and they and they die. <laughs> Literally, because the because the ABV is so high, the yeast yeah. the yeast just kind of work themselves to death. So there, there, there's very, very little secondary fermentation going on in the bottle. What is happening is the components of the adjuncts that were added into that particular beer start to change and meld together and play together okay. differently over the course of time. Ooh. So that's why if you had two bottles like that, it would be really dope to drink one fresh and then hold one for a year and drink it and, and then drink that one and try to try your best to recall how they compare to each other. Nice. So this is... Uh, the, the what I'm calling the brown label, uh, the uh, Bourbon County, the brand Cafe de Ola Stout. Mm. Stout aged in bourbon barrels with coffee, cassia bark, orange peel, and panela sugar added. I like coffee, cassia, but <laughs> like, I do have no, no lie. I love coffee. I love dark chocolates, especially with the bourbon. And then it's sweet, but not too sweet. 
on the on the kind of the finish there. Yeah, and uh, you like I said earlier, it's just like like a chocolate bar when you smell this thing. Oh, and 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 uh, made with coffee from our friends at Intelligentsia. Oh boy. So yeah, oh I used to live in Chicago. So both Goose Island and Intelligence was huge there. So this is yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait, I want to give, give it away. Yeah. I want to give it away, but you know this is really good. Yeah. Are we are we establishing a new rating? Two lip smacks. Three lip smacks. <laughs> <laughs> is it just? Yes. Uh, <laughs> so, wait, Sherlock. Did did you and Doctor Cash have the same beer? Uh, nope. he did the, the 2020, the, what's that? The, the, off blue? the oatmeal stuff. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. Okay. Yep, yep. I got it. But you know, I'm, I'm, I'm very impressed. Now our resident positive and negative person, I love him to death. Like he's my real brother, Sam Spade. I'm interested in your feedback, bro. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, first of all, it's a very interesting beer to me. Um, first of all, something that I can get in a state controlled liquor state that folks in Georgia can't get because of the ABV. Right, I was right. like, what is going on in the world? First right. of all, Twilight that's Zone, one. Right. Uh, two, I, I, I think what almost everybody has said has been spot on. I think this tastes like a chocolate bar yeah. to me. Right. Hey, hold it, on, Sam, Sam Spade. Yeah. You, you were also hooked before you even tasted the beer, right? Because you said something about the, the bottle. Yes, I think that is a consistent theme for tonight in, in both of the things that we are, are drinking. I was like, I, I think when, um, you know, some of the other ones that we've reviewed previously that I've actually liked, I, I, like I said, I probably wouldn't have even looked at uh, just because of the sort of, you know, comic book type approach to, to bottling as someone who buys a lot of uh, bourbon, obviously, this sort of sleek look the uh the the bourbon like uh pint bottle the labeling it, it was something that i would like probably pick up and say hey let me read about this and as soon as i saw stout aged in bourbon bar- barrels uh, i i would have given it a a thorough look at now when i saw that price for the pint <laughs> <laughs> oh boy yeah yeah i mean it, you would have thought it was a bottle of bourbon <laughs> you would have because I, I was i was like is this for is for a case or is this for the <laughs> I've, I've paid, do I get any extras I've, with this? I've, I've paid more for less for a bottle of beer. Oh, for sure. Now, now I, I, and I, I, think, I think the one thing I would say about this is, and it comes down to sort of the chocolate piece, is I like it. I don't know how often I would drink it. Yeah. Right? That it's like sense. something I was like, hey, to that point, I was like, if, I, uh, if other people are having dessert, and I go, you know what? I'm going to pull out my bourbon stout my chocolate bar uh, as sort of my dessert. And I think that's the one thing, but I think that's appropriate, right? Some things are all the time and some things are, you know, things you pull out for special occasions and to have this around the holidays, I think makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I mean, you can always go get more and and hold them for up to a year. So, I mean, I hear you. Well, I can, by the way, uh, at my local total wine, it was popular because there was one left and my man at the total wine store came by. He's like, that's crack, bro. And I was like, all right, well, I don't want to get called a crack, but I would buy it anyway. You know what I mean? Easy. So. All right. That's what I was looking for. Over there, and um, some guy woke up to me. He was like, "Hey, man, that's good beer." I was like, "It is good beer." He's like, "Yeah." So you sure? He's like, "Yeah, it's good beer." I said, "Okay, um, I get two. He said, "But they're expensive." I was like, "What? What? Six dollars? Seven dollars?" He's like, "No." Like, I, I made the mistake and didn't look, and they didn't have the price on the box, so it was too late. Like once you get rung up, you're not like, oh, yeah. well, just give me one of those. He's like, shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so let's let's be let's be Pacific, right? So the the two bottles that I purchased, the the brown one that Sherlock has and, and the blue label, total it was forty two dollars. Right. Looking at that Gucci. Looking at that Gucci. <laughs> About that time. Uh, now, if you, so the, the other thing I would note, though, this is, this is I would say, it's a, sl- it's a slower drink. It's a right. slower beer drink, right? Yeah, I have no choice. <laughs> <laughs> so, so if you sort of think about that part of it, to, to Grizzle's hope, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a different experience. So it's that pint that you're going to experience that you might have had, uh, uh, three Coronas during 
or what have right. you in a normal time. So, you know, that's how, that's how I think about it. Well, let, let me ask you what you think about your, cause uh, me and, and chef both had the same variant that you have. I'm interested yep. to hear your, your thoughts on, on, um, on the, the taste component. Yeah. Um, so the chocolate, obviously very strong. Um, I do like a little bit of that, the smoke piece as I also, I, I like that, that bite, the, the smokiness that you both get on the, on the nose and uh uh and sort of on the finish so yeah like i said it, it, it like it's like a holiday beer to me what i think about that no. so yeah so does that taste justify the price <laughs> uh yeah i would oh actually boy. say let me think about that does it that pregnant pause there that pregnant uh, pause. would, yeah. would had, you next year when they drop the 2021 version and you're in the store and you see it are you going to be like oh yeah let me get one of those i i, I would keep i would keep a bottle yeah, i would keep I a mean, bottle it's too late now yeah you we've been roped in so yeah, yeah. Been roped, yeah that's the thing well, though right well so let I'm, me yeah, let me make a let me make a suggestion for y'all yeah if you, if you can get another one more bottle of the one that you're drinking now save it until next year's release and then at next year's release get two bottles of that year drink one fresh hold it till the next year's release so you're always going to be drinking two versions of the same beer a year apart. There go Grizzle yeah. thinking I'm going to hold a beer for a year. Like, like, like I'm going to pass on drinking it. <laughs> right, yeah. right. I'm already holding bourbon. You, you can be a like, fool. What else you want me to do, man? You can be a like, you do a pair of Tim's. Like- you get a pair of Tim's, you wear it. <laughs> Next season, you can get you two more, and that way you can dog the ones, and then you got the ones ready on the shelf. You're good. Yeah. Always you think some joints, you know, yeah. <laughs> I think I think we need to do a video cast because my man MGZ in his podcast room is actually making s'mores right now. Making, so, making s'mores. So ladies, real s'mores. Ladies real and s'mores. gentlemen, my dude MGZ making real s'mores. In the house. In the house. In the house. Flame, open flame. <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck COVID. We're in the house. You <laughs> <laughs> build different over here. It's different. <laughs> Uh, so it is it is stout season so you got to have some some type of s'mores with stout season right so uh grizzle i you know we're going to do the ratings in a second but this has to be one of my new favorites i keep saying that every fucking cast but um this is a great just a great job by grizzle every every time like (laughs) like six for six yeah six for six i'm barry bonds in this exactly you know, I'm 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 the finance dude, right? So I'm always thinking, you know, taste to value, and and you know, am I going to enjoy this thing? You know, thinking about it, you know, three four days later. So I had the brown label, the one that Sherlock has a few days ago, right? I'll tell a quick story. I drank the thing, and then about an hour later, I was just sweating profusely, right? I was like, why am I so freaking hot? Like I got scared. I was like, okay, is this the initial onset of COVID, whatever? But Mrs. Cash was like didn't you just have a beer a little while ago? And I didn't look at the APV when I tried it. And I look at the APV and I'm like, no wonder I'm feeling a little little unique, right? So <laughs> be careful if you're new to, to high APV, because it's going to hit you. You drink a full pint. It, it, it is because earlier, Dr. Cash, you said it was getting specific instead of specific. Yeah, I did that. <laughs> it's insane. I was like, we on the boat. Like, <laughs> You know. I couldn't even get it out. It was making me laugh so much. Uh, but uh, yeah, so sometimes it hit different. Oh, yeah. It, oh, yeah. It, it, uh, yeah. It, is, it is already hitting. And I don't even. Yeah. So yeah. R- real quick, I want to run down that since this, uh, this year had technically, se- well, more than seven, but seven advertised variants. I want to run down the variants real quick. The first one is the um, Bourbon County Caramella Ale. And that's a wheat wine aged in Larceny barrels with apples, cassia bark, and caramel flavoring. Then there's the one, uh, Bourbon County Special Number 4, which is the oat, it's the oat stout with uh, coffee and coffee concentrate from um, Intelligentsia Coffee up in Chicago. Then there's the Bourbon County Proprietors Stout. That's only in Chicago. And that one has pistachios, cacao nibs, candied amarena, and candied amarena cherries. Then, Chef, Shit, you might, like might want to listen for this one, Chef. They have the the birthday bourbon county stout, and this one is aged in Old Forester birthday bourbon barrels. How dare you? How how dare you? However, they also what? have <laughs> they also have an anniversary stout, which is the bourbon county stout 
aged in aged for two years in Weller 12 barrels. See, now they trip. What, what's see, going on here? Hold on, hold on. <laughs> we started with the hold on the birthday bourbon. Now we're doing the Weller. What is going on here? See? See. Where, where is this at? This is why they shouldn't have gave Goose Island no money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think what's going on here. Now I got to make a trip. Yeah. Oh, they gave y'all breweries no money. Oh, my God. We should have never gave y'all no bourbon barrels. That's what, that's <laughs> what is going on? The Weller yeah. got them. The Weller what get them, right? What's going on in here? Hey, oh, when we get to it, the Weller... The Weller 12 mash bill <laughs> is my favorite. Point blank period. 18 fists, bro. So 18. <laughs> all 18. All 18. Um, so then there's also uh, 18 like, million. Like, remember from the last time. 18 million. Yeah. I do yeah, remember that. Yeah, there you there go. There we go. Myself, the uh myself, Chef and Sam Spade had the base style, which is a blend of stouts aged in Buffalo Trace barrels, Heaven Hill barrels, and Wild Turkey barrels. And the last one is um they have they did this one this year called uh, Kentucky Fog Stout. It's a stout that has black tea in it. It has Earl Grey tea in it, and it also has honey in it. So um, I actually have a bottle of that. So I'm interested to see how uh, how that's going to turn out. It's the Bourbon County Stout, the regular Bourbon Stout, Bourbon Barrel A Stout with those um, um, those uh, additives to it. So, Earl Grey tea and honey. Yeah, Earl Earl. Earl Grey tea, black tea, and honey. And the reason why I said seven advertised um, variants was because they, on the low, released um, uh, bottles of uh, of this stout that was aged in only one distillery's uh, barrels. So there are some of, some of this stout out there aged only in um, Buffalo Trace barrels, some only in Heaven Hill barrels, and some only in Wild Turkey barrels. <clears throat> there mic drop uh, mic okay. drop mic drop okay well <laughs> so we need to rate this thing man yeah, yeah. i can't nobody get their mouth their mouth together to talk because they keep drinking this i'm thing still tripping off these well of 12 barrels in this asian man mm. okay and the birthday bourbon and i uh, see i was yeah, i was upset about the birthday bourbon but then you said well at 12 i was like yeah this is this is real anger this is real anger yeah Oh my goodness! All right. Let's, let's, let's start with you, my friend. I don't, I don't. I don't even want to start. This is just now. I want the other ones. Now I don't want to rate it because I want the I want the well of twelve. All right. <clears throat> and and so now the people at Goose Island are like, I love it when a plan comes together. I know, I know yeah. right? You just reel me in. We hold on, it away from him and then just go. <laughs> so I mean, I I obviously think this beer is is uh, quite nice. Uh, it's got all of the uh, the fall feelings and the flavors that I love. Like I said, coffee and chocolate and just wholesome goodness and whatnot. Uh, we talked about the price point, which um, I'm glad Dr. Cash brought up because I was going to have to use something to to, to kind of weigh in on this as I don't have a well at twelve variant. But anyway, um, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go four or five on this one. I'm I'm trying to reserve a little bit just because I haven't had the well of twelve one, and I'm I'm just kind of <laughs> I might start crying over here in a little while. So just yeah, yeah. If y'all hear something, just mute me out. But yeah, four or five. Uh, I believe uh, this is phenomenal. Uh, I'm right there with uh, Chef as well as as uh, this being uh, much better than the uh, sexual chocolate that we we try to procure every year. Uh, apologies to Foothill, but uh, but yeah. Four or five, so, wholesome goodness. So wait, wait, wait. Are you saying four out of five, or are you saying four or five as four, a four and a half? Four and a half. Yes, out of five. Yes, sir. I take that. Yeah. <laughs> For the record, I challenge myself every week to try to. <laughs> I, I like when people. I, I like when you either love the beer, and I also like when you yeah. hate the beer as well. And I'm gonna lie, I, I saw Goose Island, and I, I used to live in Chicago, so I I love the Matildas. Uh, when I wanted to go lighter, I did the Sophies and whatnot. But like, I wasn't a big like IPA drinker either, so they were giving me the three one twos and whatnot. And I was like, okay, it's good, it's good. But so I was, I, I came in skeptical. I will say that, but man, yeah, thank you. Two smacks. Two smacks. <laughs> Two smacks. Chef, I, I I see you 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 you're, you're groping the chin in in deep thought, and I know you got some good recipe, but Yo, give, give, rubbing the duck fat, rubbing the duck fat. So <laughs> let me get your rating first, and then come back with something you you'll pair this with, Chef. So 
I got to, I've only had Goose Island in Chicago. Never really a big Goose Island fan. But, you know, I like what I like. And um, Foothills, always, you know, Central Chocolate was my shit. This has claimed the crowd. Now, outside of that, um, say, Barnabas, um, Monk Bear, you haven't tried the first time. <laughs> St. <laughs> Bernardus. St. Bernardus. <laughs> this is some top 10 shit. Uh, I'm still, my mouth still got the chocolate taste in it. Like my tongue is covered in chocolate. So I'm going to go with 4.8. Oh. Hey. Oh. Goodness. hey. Oh, my goodness. Hey. You don't win That's metric. Good. You don't win yeah. metric on, brother. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, threw, he threw a couple extra fingers in there. Okay. Yeah. 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 So, so for the record, this beer is released every. This beer and its variants are released every year on Black Friday. Oh, I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm not going to put it anymore on on Black Friday or any other day. Because, <laughs> <laughs> so, Des, I'm sorry. in a commercial. Just completely, just like that. Nah, nah, fuck like, them. This is good beer, man. Yeah, I like it. So, so Sam Spade, as he as he take a swig to get that last minute taste profile adjustment, what 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 do you feel about this? Is this something that uh, Mister Sam Spade would like? What, what's your thoughts on on your profile, but then also in the household? I, I the, you know, the the comment about <clears throat> how it's a stout and the sort of texture of it not being too thin or too thick, I think is very, very accurate, which I think makes it a much more accessible stout than sort of the, the person who sort of like throws their hands up against it, what have you, right? So I think it would be more open to people uh, in the household and beyond who to be, it's a bit more approachable. And I think that's a good part of it. Um, as for my rating, I think I know Grizzle is really interested in my rating on this one. I am because you because I know that you love big bold flavors. I as do, our, as our listeners know. I do. And this this beer has a big bold it's, flavor it's, profile. My guy has delivered against the, the, the that uh, directive in a way. Uh, but I, but my my rating is going to start with a three. Oh damn! It's going to mm. be a, it's going to be a it's going to be a three point five. Mm. This is why. Just because, like I said, it, it is a specialty beer to me, right? Mm-hmm. I, I, would not, I, I would not drink this. I would not eat this on the boat. I would not uh, eat this with a goat. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just, it's just something like I have to be in a mood for it, and it would mm-hmm. absolutely deliver on that mood, right? And so when, I, when I'm thinking about, like, the higher numbers, it's like, you put this in front of me, I'm taking it, I'm putting it down, right? And there would be a times when I would not want this beer just because it's so, it's like I love chocolate. Right. But I'm not I'm not eating chocolate all the time. Maybe some people like that's crazy. But there are times when I want it and times when I want when I don't, because it has a very particular profile to it. That that's why I, I sort of it, it, but subjugate it. And I think three point five at that price point means it is worth it's absolutely worth having. Well, so, let me let me ask you this. So press let's, on. let's say this is one of those times where you feel like having this type of beer. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And you have this beer. What, how do you rate the beer in that moment? Four. Still a four. Okay. Yeah. That's still a four. Disappointing. <laughs> Look, you said you like what? what Crushes man dreams. Yeah, hold on. Wait, hold on now. Four out of five is still a very solid. It's still a very yeah. solid. I, I am sure. less inclined. Again, we've done however many we've done. I need to leave the runway to give some that 4.8, that 4.5. Yeah, but, you, but you reserve your right to change. Yeah, I always opinion. reserve my right to change. And in fact, <laughs> that's why I don't even go back and listen to our old podcast because I'm like, nah, changing that one right now, bro. Oh so no, so 3.5. But, but I, all that being said, if it's on the other side of the three, I'd buy it again. So For sure. Mm-hmm. We'll take, sure. that. we'll take yeah, no that. No doubt, no doubt. No, I'm, well, I tell you what, I'm glad that you like the beer and I'm glad you can at least say that this is a beer you would definitely want on certain occasions. For sure. For yeah. sure. That's, I, that's a win. That's a win. For sure. So I'll go next if I can, Grizzle. This is a four or five for me because I love chocolate, but at the same time, I love a good stout. Now, I'm, I'm a classic you know, Guinness drinker, but this is so much more complex than a typical Guinness, right? Even some of the Guinness you might get 
in Ireland or in the UK or broader Europe, right? This is much thicker and heavier, but it's much smoother. And like I said, I, I've tasted the, the one that Sherlock has as well as the, the blue label. This is 4.5 fist for me. And this does get, you know, my de facto rating of it's delicious, right? Literally. Now, if I compare the rating to the cost, it's, 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 it's a high bar to meet given it's 20 something dollars a bottle for a pint. But I would drink this on certain special occasions and certain, you know, dinners the chef has, or, you know, as, as Jeezy's cooking s'mores, I certainly would do this at, at the, on the fire. Right. But, uh, I love it, man. I, I was excited when you recommended this because I never had a, a Goose Island any of the, the years. And certainly as it came out Black Friday, you know, you see lines of people up at Total Wine. I'm like, what the fuck is that about? But mm -hmm. it's probably trying to go get these beers, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I appreciate you recommending this uh, to, to the cast. So it's four or five for me. No, no I, I actually, I give this beer a four and a half as well. Um, I, think that, I think that this beer has withstood the test of time. Um, because you know, the fact, well, just based on the beer itself is four and a half and it's also four and a half based on the beer itself and other things around it being that this is the first bourbon barrel aged beer produced. The fact that this is, this beer is why so many breweries across the country, um, literally virtually every brewery across the country has some, uh, bourbon barrel aged variant of some beer that they make. It's because Goose Island did this and they were successful with it and it made a flavor impact that people could not forget and people remembered it and people opened up breweries and remembered this beer and tried to make their version of this beer, right? So, I mean, this, this beer is well-made, well-built, big flavor. Um, as much as I love it, I, I am just like, like y'all in that this isn't a beer that I would want to have every day. This isn't a beer that I want to have every Friday, but this is a beer that I will enjoy like on special occasions, rather be have one on Thanksgiving, have one on Christmas, and then somebody come for the 4th of July and you be like, yo, taste this. I mean, goddamn, did the Bourbon County beer die? Y'all giving such dedications tonight. I ain't <laughs> never heard no dedication to a beer like this before. Ever yeah. in my life. And I dedicate, this, this I can dedicate this to the most expensive beer I've ever bought. So yeah. <laughs> for this to be for this to be a pioneer of this style, and here you guys are like, yo, I'm definitely that getting is, this again. Yeah. Like th like that says something about what they do. It says something about the the, the fact that they have made it great and they still make it great to this day. It's a So let's 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 take a moment to just honor Goose Island because they made a delicious beer that has you know everything that's common core to us right. So this is beer bourbon bullshit. But let's let's shift over if we may onto S'mores. a very visible but to some degree hard to get bourbon. Let's talk about this Willet Pot Reserve. Sam Spade, what 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 do you like about this? bourbon uh the bottle um yes sir not hold only on, the bottle hold on, I, I, I'll hold on sam spade what's up you gotta pour oh there we go get your little pour on yeah. i do want to say something you know i'm not going i'm not going to pontificate like i typically would on the pot still reserve <laughs> or like i typically do in the bourbons but i will say that the the history of this this bourbon is is masking a lot of mystery um it's called a pot still uh, even though it's typically not made uh, by the, the pot still way of making bourbon. Um, uh, we don't, it doesn't really have an age statement though. It's been, uh, it's been suggested that it's eight to 10 years. Um, it's a little bit unclear as to the whole mash bill piece. Um, it was uh, a single barrel and it's now a small batch. And as I said, at the very beginning, of these diatribes, small batch can mean 12, it can mean 200. So it's really sort of up to the, uh, the individual distillery to, to make that decision. Um, and uh, yeah, the, 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 the reason that a lot of people are drawn to this is because of the uh, decanter bottle that is uh, sort of 
very distinctive in, oh, in the, the bourbon the, the setting. Genie bottle. Genie like, bottle. I dream a genie finna come up out of there. You rub your fingers on the front of that, you know that, that Willard label and who knows what'll come out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a little bit of the history. Um, it comes in at a light, well, not, I shouldn't say light, but it comes in at a 94 proof. Um, I'd also like to say, I recognize how much harder it is for Grizzle to review things after we've had the liquor, because after you have a 14% beer in you, <laughs> the words don't flow the same. Let me tell you, you got to think a little bit harder about what you're saying. So mm-hmm. shout outs to Grizzle on every single previous podcast. By the way. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. Oh, um, but I'm, I'm actually take a pour because I have not had one yeah. uh, in many, many years. I've actually never opened the bottle that I own because I like using it as a mantelpiece. I typically drink it from my father's. Um, and I see MGZ not liking that comment from me. Mm, mm, uh, but I'm gonna pass it to I'm gonna pass it to Sherlock. I'm passing to Sherlock. I know you got a few more facts and figures, but also to talk a little bit about what the juice tastes like. Yeah, yeah. This this right here is uh yeah, like it's kind of the same thing, something I always have on the shelf, but uh but may not be as a as a daily drinker for me. I actually feel like I'm gonna go ahead and pause and just pass this over to MGZ because oh. I feel like he 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 was the recommender of this for this for this episode or whatnot. So I you know, I'm, sir, can, can you please take the stage? Can you can you put your s'mores down? Yeah. and let us know how you feel about your your bourbon of choice, sir. First and foremost, I've been drinking this since about '09. So those that know me, they've seen this genie bottle on my my, my mantelpiece somewhere. Um. But I had it when it was back in that single barrel mode. And now with it being in the small batch, there's not too much of a taste difference. For those that have actually kept the bottles over that period of time, there was a period of time when it was a dark age, like it wasn't being produced or distributed. So you couldn't get it nowhere. Um, so if you've, if you've got two bottles to compare, you're not going to taste too much difference between the flavor profiles of each. But I think the thing that drew me to this originally one it was recommended in, in the liquor store. I'm um, sorry, in the uh, spirits shop. Um, <laughs> when I was discussing bourbons with the owner, he said, hey, have you tried to will it? And he pointed to this genie bottle sitting on the top shelf. And I said, you know what? Let's go. Let's rub that bottle, see what happens. And damn if a genie ain't pop out. <laughs> so I'm not going to get too technical in the review, but as you guys taste it and as it kind of you know, as you notice a few things about it, I know personally, I'm not the biggest, you know, upfront nose person, but you can't, you can't help but get hit with that oak and that vanilla out the gate. Um, you can't help but, you know, get hit with that honey. And those are, those, those, those are flavors and smells and, and profiles that I look for in a good bourbon for myself and my personal taste. Um, it's also something that carries through into the palate as well. And honestly, if you like that, that cold weather, you know, whether you're from down south, up north or in between, if you like that cold weather, you know, sit by the campfire, sit by the fireplace, shit, light a teacup candle in your, in your living room, it don't matter. Light a candle wanna, and make s'mores. Hey, make s'mores, you know, you're going to want to go ahead and, and, and sit back, relax and enjoy it. And you're going to want, you know, a tasty treat to go along with it because you're going to get hit with that cinnamon, cinnamon on the back end, too. So it's like the perfect holiday fall time drink. Um, and that's, I think I started drinking it in the fall around the grill. So it was cold outside, but I just continued that tradition so far. So I'm going to pass the mic because this is one of my favorites. I did recommend it, but I'm going to stop talking and start drinking. And it won't break the bank. You're going to break the bank. It's going gonna, it's gonna to break your heart trying to find it sometimes. Yeah. yeah. It, it was ironically, it was relatively easy in georgia right and you know in comparison to what sam spade or sam spade said earlier say that three times fast but it this is the first time i've had it period right so mgz i know we bought the bottles together several months ago and you know i'd asked you hey i want to try something new and you recommended the genie bottle and i trust you empirically and i was like okay my man recommended this it's got to be good and i waited patiently like like we wait for santa as kids right <laughs> to open this joint because i knew we were going to review it this shit is pretty fucking good yeah and as you say i i do taste that that nuttiness that vanilla 
you know, I, I tasted my tongue a little bit of a, a cinnamon on the back end, right? Mm-hmm. But it, it's it's pretty freaking good. Um, For those now, more more experienced drinkers out there, or I guess more refined palates, you might also get some citrus, some other fruits as well. Um, I get actually green apples on those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good. I get a ton of caramel and like toffee on the nose. Um, with like hints of like vanilla plant in there, but it's like a, it's more like a burnt sugar caramel type um, situation that I get on the nose. And it's, and it's funny. I don't know if it's because I don't know, like when you're in, in this situation where you're tasting a bourbon, like I'm coming off of this beer and that could either, that could either destroy your palate or somehow like help your palate. But I'm I think in this situation, it actually helped my palate because I'm that cinnamon you talk about on the, on the finish. It's bursting with cinnamon to me on the palate. Like I like I didn't even realize that until earlier. Um, Cash said something, and then I took a sip and I was like, "Whoa, there is a ton of cinnamon there for real." And um, so yeah, this this vanilla, this um, I get a little bit of oakiness in here. Not not much, but a little bit of oakiness. That 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 cinnamon. This this, it's almost like a real outdoorsy type uh, it has an outdoorsy flavor profile if that makes sense all kind of like barks oak caramel not caramel that's not a bark but cinnamon um yeah this, this, this is curd caramel <laughs> you go outside get on the grill in the winter time I was I was I was trying to sound sophisticated, chef. <laughs> no, 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 no. Go, go outside on the grill in the wintertime with a tank top on, cause this this has got a little heat on it now. Yeah, the the spice in the back is really intense, which is so good. I like it. It's um for me, it's a lot of vanilla on the nose, but when I taste it, the back end that spice. Yeah. Now, if you want to open it up a little bit, maybe mellow the spice out. Put a. I, I like mine at room temperature, so I'm not an ice cube person, but I say put a drop of, um, you know, purified water in there as well. Um, okay. Just to open it up a little bit. I'll do that. Oh, my goodness. That brought all that that uh, that flavor to the front. A little butterscotch, a little banana. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. It's mellowed out. And you get mm-hmm. that sweetness of it. I, I like it, you know, obviously value, right? It, you know, it's coming in. The, I think the bottle I paid was like 49 bucks at our uh, local spirits station upstream. Um, <clears throat> but it, I don't think I would have purchased this one without a recommendation, right? It wouldn't be something that I would gravitate to, but I'm, I'm glad you recommended it because it, it's good. And for me, it's 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 lighter than some of the ones that we've tasted on the cast previously, in my opinion. And <clears throat> the longer I hang out with my man Sam Spade, I'm I'm gravitating to higher proofs. Let's go. You know, I knew you I knew you loved that one. But it <laughs> is this an everyday for me? Probably not, because it's it's a little bit too spicy for me. But the flavor of the oakness and the nutty would drive it. And I, I don't know if I would make this and use it in a cocktail, say an old fashioned or whatever. I think it's too good for that, my personal opinion. But you know, with a little bit of water, I'm gonna try it next to to try to dilute it a little bit and it may open up a little bit for my palate, but neat as we always start off with our bourbon, it's it's pretty damn good, man. Yeah, I was on neat a couple minutes ago. I moved on. Dr. Cash, you <laughs> said uh you wouldn't you wouldn't have bought it off the shelf though. Why? Why not? It, so I'm a tequila drinker too, right? So in the tequila world, the sexier the bottle, the yeah, less the quality <laughs> of the tequila, yeah. right? Right. So, right. Right. you know, I used to live in the Southwest. I used to live in Phoenix in, in a previous life. And I saw the bottle and I said, oh, that's super sexy. It can't be that good because it's, it's marketing, right? Tequila. But like I said, MGZ was, was like, yo, get this one, yo. If you need, want to try something new, don't sweat it you know, it's cheap or inexpensive, go for it. But the bottle is sexy. It looks perfect on my, my, uh, my mantle in, in, in the, the beer lounge downstairs, but it, it, it threw me off purely because of a te- tequila projection, right? It is, it is a, it's a tale of two perspectives. So if you're a novice in the store, you look at the bottle, it's like, eh, it's a gimmick bottle. I don't want to get that. 
But if you show up at somebody's house and they've got it and they're a bourbon drinker and it's sitting on their mantle, it's a conversation starter. Like, dude, what is that? Where did you get that? What does it taste you know, like? Well, I want to try it. Well, that, that, that harkens back to our conversation around the Blanton's model from last time, right? Where some people say it does not meet what is inside. And it seemed from this group that everybody thought it did. Um, and in this case, it's, it's, uh, it's the same thing. It's like, it can, it can meet what's inside for some folks. But it obviously doesn't. It's not, it's, not a, it's not a distraction from what's actually inside the bottle, I would say. I feel like this bottle screams gimmick and also at the same time, somehow it streams like pretentiousness mm. because like you look yeah. at it and you're like, uh, those people made mediocre bourbon and they decided to put it in a sexy bottle to get your like Make it look like the pot still. Yeah. But then also at the same time, like you taste the bourbon and you're like, oh, this, this is actually pretty good bourbon. Like, so, I mean, I can see why they would put it in a, in a super sexy, sexy bottle like this. So it's like, I feel like this design is like a store shelf, either feast or famine, right? You're either going to get people and grab them or you're going to, you know, repel people away. I don't know. Fuck that. The bottle's sexy and the shit tastes good. It's a time. <laughs> Full stop. When we brought this, uh, when we brought this up and we, we started kind of looking at it, I was a little anxious about this. I, I have it. I usually have it. It's up there. I, um, this is what I call like a change up for me. So like I will be, you know, drinking some other things that we've talked about or whatnot. And then I'm like, oh yeah, I got this pot still. Because to me, it's a it's a it's a different taste in a good way. It's like, all right, I've been I've been doing my heavies or my my light sweets or whatnot, and I want to change up. So I'll, I'll go grab this. <clears throat> my apprehension came from the fact that I was I got to thinking about it. I was like, huh, I drink it how much do I actually know about with it? And I was, I was kind of questioning myself. And then I was like, hold on, I've actually been to the distillery. Now that I harken back to this. And then I look at, at their lineup, right? So we got the, I'm not going to go through all these. We have a lot. The Willet Pot Steel, they got the Willet Family Reserve, uh, which they start the bourbon. And then they have the Willet Family Estate, which is when they started bringing in the rise, right? So I think they started with two year, four year, and then they just kept kind of kept going up from there. And then as I got to looking at the rest of this, Johnny Drum, Private Stock, Johnny Drum, Black Label, Old Bargetown uh, comes out of there. Noah's Mill. Comes out of Noah's there. Mill. Rollins mm-hmm. Creek. Uh, and then I, I ran into these probably two, three years ago, Pure Kentucky and, and uh, uh, Kentucky Vintage. So now I got to thinking about that. <clears throat> and for the ones that I've had, I've had the Potsville, of course. I've had I've, uh, the Pure Kentucky, the Rollins Creek, the Noah's Mill. And to me, all of those meet the criteria. What I just said is, is more of a switch up. Like I, when that, when I'm kind of, I want to get something different on the, on the palate or whatnot, then I'll go grab one of those and I'll drink that. And uh, to Sam Space's earlier point about the beers, like you, you have to be in, for me personally, I had to be in a specific region, my state, my frame, whatnot to, to go grab this and drink it. I like it, but I'm not going to drink it all the time. So like I, I call this my switch up, but for the rest of those as well, the Johnny drums, which I've had the Noah's meal, the Rowan's all the same thing. They have very unique taste. Um, mm-hmm. And you can really go really quickly to, yeah, this is good or no, nah, I don't like this at all. And for, for all of those, for me, that's how it is. It's kind of like, this is very unique. Uh, I'm trying to think of the other one. I love the, um, I can't think of a brand, but along those lines, I've got to be, ready to drink it but when i do drink it i like it let's go ahead rate it then yeah so chef i love you my dude so i i like this bourbon this is my third bottle and the reason i got the first bottle because i saw it in mtg's house and in sherlock's house i tried it and i liked it i think it's a good bourbon to have on my shelf and like sherlock says a good switch up um, I've given it to friends and they finished a damn bottle on me, those fuckers. But you know, <laughs> it's what it is. So in terms of rating, I'm gonna give this a 3.7 because I, I it's good value. I like the taste. I like the heat in the back. It's a good bottle I would share with friends. Um, and you know, and of course the bottle is sexy as fuck. 
I'm rubbing it right now, and I'm thinking like, no, big butt Brenda coming out of this motherfucker. Did you say you <laughs> rubbing the bottle right now? Just kind of. Uh, not Brenda. Not Brenda. Grizzle. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I know you like good old Kentucky bourbon. What do you think, sir? Um, you so, rub your beard too, like Chef. Right? I, I'm I'm thinking about what <laughs> what Sherlock said, and he was like, "This is like a good change of pace uh, bourbon for him." But for me, I like I really like this. Like this is a this is a this is almost like a go to. Um, this is more for me. This is more than a change. This wouldn't last as long on my shelf, or <laughs> as it does on Sherlock's shelf because he's only coming to it every once in a while. I'm gonna end up hitting this all the time because I really love that that whole vanilla and cinnamon situation that's going on together, um, and with it with the caramel just kind of peeking in every once in a while, letting them you know let letting everybody know that he's there. Um, this I'm digging this man, and and the fact that you know the bottle is so sexy, when you know people come there either gonna they're if you're drinking somebody's gonna ask about it. And you can flex and be like, nah, I can't tell you where I got this. Because <laughs> it's not like it sits on the shelf all the time, right? Well, it got to show it off. Huh? You got to show the bottle off. So don't right, right. Yeah. Sh- okay. Show it off. And when they ask you where you got it from, be like, nah, don't worry about it. I had to chase this down. <laughs> they won't know any better. They won't know any better. <laughs> but, you know, but no, it's a beautiful bottle. Beautiful bourbon. I'm a winner. I'm, it's a winner for me. This is my first time having it. Won't be the last time for a show. So what's your what's your fist rating? Solid four. Solid four for show. Four fits for show. Yeah. All right. I rocked with it. You rocked with it. Love it. Sherlock, my dude, my ace. What do you think, man? Y'all ready for this long-winded shit? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> like long-winded ass three something <laughs> I, i'm gonna go ahead i'm gonna preempt y'all like sam spade it is gonna start with a three but i'm gonna tell you why i like i said this is my change of pace this is this is uh, the other one i couldn't think of was wathens i don't know if, if anybody's even had wathens or the wathens family, family reserve whatnot very different taste on the palate just just kind of come off just like we we said in kind of like one of the early episodes like most bourbon tastes like bourbon right there's a there's a lot of things that taste the same these to me do not taste the same they all have very very unique um palettes of flavor profiles but i only want those flavor profiles at certain times so therefore i'm not going to be in the four range just because i don't really want it all the time but when i do drink it uh when y'all went back to the beer questions like all right where you are in that mode then i think it would be right there at the four level i'm gonna go three five uh, three and a half <clears throat> for for that reason, my change up reason, and as well as they make some other varieties like the even the Willet uh, Family Reserve Rye, the four year, it's phenomenal. It's a it's a very good drink, kind of you know very easy whatnot, and that is more on the lines of bourbon. Like I mean, I'm doing my quotations right now, but bourbon, how bourbon you, know, you would expect to taste. And this again is is that that very unique flavor change up or whatnot. So three and a half uh, as an as a standard, and then when I get it and I'm in and I want it at the time, I would I would give it a four. Okay, so let's go to the equalizer, my ace from the two hundred two hundred two hundred two. What do you think, Sam? Oh yeah, from PG County too. They, yeah, they PG started County. back in the day. PG well, hold County. Hold on, hold on, Sherlock. What was the what was the deal with PG County and its relation to Willet? The Willets so, are from there. Yeah, so back in the day when they came over from wherever, I forgot. Um, apologize for that, but forgot they started in PG County, so that the family name Willet was there for a century, a century, mm-hmm. and then they moved to Kentucky. Oh man, I'm about to talk about these folks like I do Wale. <laughs> yeah, uh, baby. So. Uh, where, where do I start? Um, the same way that my palate has evolved with sort of the Japanese, the Japanese whiskeys, I can feel the eyes on me. I can feel the eyes on me, folks. You can't, you can't see it on the recording, but I can feel the eyes on me. The same way. Have the screen way, laughing, have the screen watching. 
the same way that I, that I felt my palate evolve with like Japanese whiskeys, which I liked a lot to start, but I've since sort of pulled back on because they're, they're, they, they taste thin to me, right? That's, that's what this tastes to me. It tastes a little bit thin on the palate. Um, as a 94 proof, that makes a lot of sense. And the, the, the buttery piece or the, the honey, it just does not come through to me. So you did it, you did it uh, with the water, just a couple of drops. Uh, a, a little bit, though. Yeah. I will also I will also caveat that I still have that heavy taste of chocolate from the beer before that I feel like is 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 actually more present. Um, so for f- with fear of being excommunicate out of MGZ's uh, uh, poor bracket here, um, I'm actually going to go with a two point five. I never oh. had this. <laughs> Shots fired! Shots fired! Shots fired! Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. C minus. That's a C minus. <laughs> okay. Go I ahead. would. I would own it. I would keep it, and I would. And it would be a great thing to pour to other people to make them feel. Special. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. He pulled a chef. He pulled a chef on. No. So this is what I would say. Very, very similar. I feel like like sort of the opposite side of Blanton's. There are people who talk about Blanton's the same way that I just talked about Willet, where they go, it doesn't meet sort of the expectation for it. Yeah, Maybe if it wasn't suck. in it, those people do suck, in my opinion. <laughs> and then other people are like, eh, it's just average stuff. So this is what I, I just consider it an average bourbon. That's what I mean by that two and a half, which, by the way, is half a five for my folks who maybe can still do math after all this drinking. Mm. But it, it's an average bourbon to me. So it's not one I would necessarily prioritize and have in terms of the drink. I like looking at it. I like owning it, but it's not something that I would go out of my way to pour for myself. Send all hate mail to Sam Spade at Gmail. <laughs> at Gmail. <laughs> at Hotmail. Yahoo Mail. If we all yeah. agree, this shit ain't interesting. Yeah, so too. His phone number is. <laughs> 202. 777. 9311. So I'll, I'll, I'll jump in if I may, MGZ. Um, I love you, my dude. On the 1867, this is a good bourbon to me. It's not an everyday bourbon for me because it's a little too spicy for me. So now that's just, you know, a, a pre-existing condition, so to speak, from a spiciness. But it's pretty fucking good. And... The bottle, now that I've understand the history and the sexiness and my man Chef is rubbing it like, you know, Genie, I like it. I should have started my pontification that my rating starts with a three, right? So I'm going to go three, five on this. However, as my man Sam Spades, I reserve the right to change that rating. Always. But it's pretty fucking good. I cannot give it my default rating of delicious, but it's pretty darn close. I like it. I appreciate the recommendation. Jeff is now it's, drinking out of the bottle. Yes. Directly. <laughs> Good, man. I love it. So again, three, five uh, for myself, man. Jeezy, um, I enjoyed it, bro. Yeah. So I'm going to hand it over to you, MGZ. Look. MGZ ain't make the bourbon. He just suggested it, y'all. Yeah, like, yeah. We all feeling sorry no, and shit. No, like, no, we don't, no. don't want to hurt Mike's feelings. We didn't taste one of his s'mores on camera. I mean, yeah, come yeah, on, man. Did. Them shits did look delicious. Though. Them shits look like a five, though. He suggested it was a five. <laughs> Those were five. Hey, I'll be honest. It's not an everyday drink for me either. However, it's more so not an everyday drink for me because it's so fucking hard to find. I don't want to drink it and not have another bottle on reserve. But yeah. I will. Man, Sam Spade killing me, fam. Like, uh, <laughs> I ain't know where to begin. Like, you never know, you never know where it's going to go with that guy. I almost want to inflate my numbers just to offset your BS. <laughs> you got to bring the curve back you up. Bring the curve back up. <laughs> <Man. laughs> I'm, I'm a solid four on this. Like, I'm, I knew this Come coming on. into the cast. I'm a solid four. 
And I'll say, you know, and, and for Sam Spade, in, this, in the name of Spades, four and a possible. There we so, go. Uh, I like that. I like it. I that's like where I'm going to stick with this one. By the way, I should say this, though. I do think the price point is correct. Uh, I do think the price point of this, because I, if you can get it for, because I got it for $48. So now, whether it's, fa- whether it's findable, I'm saying the price point, if you like this, if you like what this tastes like, right? That's the thing. If, if you like those notes, you like that spicy finish, and you saying. like that kind of holiday feel to it, right. floats your boat this time of year, that's what you're looking for. Yeah. It's worth the value. I, I don't know. I, I, I was no thinking that when we were talking about beer outside drink. Yeah. yeah. I, I was thinking about that with the beer too. Both of these, like, I feel like I really like the beer, really enjoyed the beer, but I still feel like the price point was a little high. Yeah. <laughs> Understand it's a limited release or whatnot. So you get that factored into it as well. And then the, the way that I look at this too, I think uh, around either four, from 42 to 49, somewhere in there, the lower range of that, I would be okay with. Maybe the the, the thirty eight ninety nine or something like that, but yeah, yeah. Depending on when you where you find it and when you can find it, and of course that fluctuates. So yeah, if it if it's closer to fifty, I, I don't agree that it's a, it's that's fair. That's, that's fair that. I, yeah, because you same, can get the four year for sixty five something like that. Yeah, gotcha. So. for sure, for sure. So so Sam Spade, yeah. I know you gave your rating, but let me ask you this question on, yeah. on the real, right? Well, not really on the real, but on the real. You can be on the real. If, if you receive this bourbon as part of the bourbon susus that are going on Facebook right now, <laughs> would, that, would that change your rating? First of all, I would know what that susu was about because they would be trying to trick me with the appearance of the bottle, first of all. Uh, second of all, let this be a, a holiday reminder to everybody to please stay away from your, your local susus, no matter whether they are reflected as uh, investment vehicles, bourbon vehicles, or any other kind of vehicles. Uh, please stay away from them. Grizzle, please don't be making that face like you in one. Um, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I dropped my phone and I thought everybody heard it. That's why. Nah, yeah. we're good. No, it's like, uh, but, you know, public service announcement that used to come at the end of Christmas albums, please stay away from your local susus, bourbons, or otherwise, for sure. Yeah, and, and if you see something that says, hey, buy one bourbon, you get 36 for free, that's yeah. a susu, yeah. It's probably, yeah. What yeah. if we just did a susu with us? That's fine. That's, that's, that's community support. That's, yeah. that's something different. That's just uh, community support and stranger support is two different things, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 So uh, on that note, we're going to close it out. I want to thank all of our listeners, number one, for putting up with the bullshit and the fun. And did I, did I miss somebody, Sherlock? No. Uh, I'm counting on my fingers, and I, f- I forgot I had an extra one. Yeah, my apologies. There it is. You're looking like Tom Brady when he didn't know how many times. It was like in the one, two, three. How many timeouts we got left? Yeah. Okay. Apologies, yeah. sir. No worries. No worries. <laughs> on that note, we're going to close it out. I want to thank you for putting up with us over the multiple casts. But our goal is to expand your palate, give you some information, but at the same time, have a little bit of fun. So we thank you for listening. Please don't forget to give us some feedback. Please don't forget to recommend the cast to others. And with that, we'll see you on the next time on Beer, Bourbon, and Bullshit.